temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Then Kerry Steinbach, who joins us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Steiny, we got a real race going on now, don't we? <laughs> I've been watching, Maxie. It's getting very, very interesting. It is in a lot of ways. Let me start with the mechanics of what happened yesterday as a catcher. And I know the rules, some of them have changed and leaving a lane and all those things. But but what happened on this play? What What, what is Sanchez obligated to do? And, and, and what did Merrifield do as you saw it? Well, the, the direction we have to go with this thing is, is you know, it's the Buster Posey rule. And, yep. you know, I know our fans know that and everything, but uh, what Sanchez has to do is he has to keep both feet in fair territory. He can't cross that third baseline at all. And the reason for doing that is, 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 is it opens up a lane for the runner has a straight shot to try to hit home plate. Now, I believe the rule is once you catch the ball with both feet – in fair territory, then you can take the plate away. But after watching that replay yesterday, uh, Sanchez was had his left foot at least 8 to 10 inches across the line in foul territory, giving the runner not a, a clear lane to slide in. Now, he did a great job. That was a great old-school catch, block the plate, tag him. The, run, the runner never reached home. The throw was perfect. The umpire made the right call exactly from what he saw. But then we go back to New York, you know, where the, where the uh, umpires are, and the Major League Baseball Players Owners Association agreed on it, and the, the uh, owners agreed on, on this rule. And so now we have to live by, which I think is a crappy rule, you know, and, and it kind of came to bite the twins in the rear yesterday. Well, it sounds like when they've seen this play played out before, and, and I can't cite specific examples, but they never see that this kind of a call overturned. Is there kind of a baseball rule to this that, that, that says, hey, ball beats you, uh, you've got a place to slide, uh, that, that's all you need, and, and you're out? It, it came down to Max, not even that the ball beat him. It's that if you look at where Sanchez's foot was when the runner's halfway to three-quarters of the way there, He's doing it how I was taught. You kind of straddle home plate, all right, yep. and make that runner either A, slide through you, B, run you over, or, or whatever. And, and, and Mike Sosa, you know, from, from, from the Angels, or yep. the Dodgers, man, he made a career yep. at 240 pounds waiting for people to try to knock him over. Yep. And he was known for, for, for blocking that plate. So I think the issue came is how soon his left foot was in foul territory. And, and the, the, at least uh, yep. the replays that I've seen – um, his foot was in foul territory. Now it comes down to the umpires in New York having the courage to 
I guess, uphold the rule that both parties agreed on. And, and it, again, it goes back to when Buster Posey got run over and broke his ankle in yeah. three or four places. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but if he catches the ball in fair territory uh, ahead of the runner, then he could turn and put his foot into foul territory, you're saying, as long as he has the ball. I believe, yes, I believe that is my understanding. Um, so the question actually, becomes, when did he catch the ball then, huh? Yeah. Pardon? Then the question becomes, when did he catch the ball in fair territory, huh? Yeah, and it's even so that where were his feet as that throw was coming in? And it was a perfect throw. I mean, he could have stayed in fair territory, caught that ball, and still had plenty of time to make the tag. But, you know, being a catcher, when the adrenaline's coming, when puck's coming to run you over, or Cal Ripken's rounding third, man, I mean, you know, the excitement's there, the adrenaline's there, everything happens, and you just want to catch the ball and tag that guy. And I know from all my catching coaches in the world, you know, number one rule, number one rule, catch the ball first, catch the ball first. And and Sanchez did everything right, except he and the Twins got bitten by that rule. I think that was 14 in 2014 when that came when, when, when that was implemented. Oh, man. So, so you saw, did you teach catcher? Did you work with catchers on that at that time? We did, yeah. I had a take in 13, it was still the old rule yep. you know, where you could, you know, block the plate and everything was fine, but then I think it was right around then that that happened. So in 2014, first of all, we had to have the rule explained to us because you can interpret this thing a million different ways, and so we actually had umpires come into camp and say, hey, this is how we are interpreting the rule. This is how we're going to enforce the rule. And, and again, it all comes down to, and it's probably for the better, at least of the catcher's health, you know. I'm yeah. not sure it's better for the game, but when you can't make contact with that catcher, when you can't run that catcher over anymore, it, it, it's overall, it's probably a good rule, but it sure has changed the dynamics of the game. And, and again, yesterday, you know, it didn't look like anybody was getting hurt anywhere. You know, a good clean tag, you know, caught the ball, hung on, great throw. And unfortunately, that thing has to get overturned. Yeah, and then the overturned part is how convincing was the evidence. And we get that whole thing that we've all come to understand through the NFL. You know, not enough there to overturn it. You know, we all we all quarterback that thing from the uh, uh, sidelines when we see it. Do you think that, that Rocco Baldelli, as a manager, and you played for some great managers, do, do you think he processed that and said, okay, uh, first somebody gets thrown out of the game if they overturn this. But then in the post-game press conference, Yes, I'm emotional. I'm charged. I'm not that far removed from the situation, but I'm also going to try to use it to the advantage of my team and send a message that that, that I'm all in and I'm invested. And in, and if I have to if I have to take a suspension or a fine, uh, I will do that because I, I want everybody in the clubhouse to know that I'm all in on this. Did, did you read it that way? I just read it that I mean, kind of what I described a little bit earlier. I, I mean. All the things went right. The hitter hit the ball to left field. Left fielder fields the ball clean. Uh, 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 runner tags up. Uh, left fielder makes a great throw. Catcher makes a great catch. They get the guy by two feet. You, you know what I mean? The ball's there. Uh, two, two to three feet before the runner. I mean, everything you work on at spring training is right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, and it's 10th inning, yep. you know? So it's, 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 it's ultra important. It's not like the first inning of the game. Yeah, it's, it's the 10th inning, the line, you know? Yep. Yeah, you're all jacked, and then all of a sudden to have this thing get 
overturned for logistics, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow. And I think any manager probably would have acted like Rocco did. And I don't fault Rocco one bit on that. I mean, I know Rocco knows the rule. I mean, all the managers have been told the rule. All all the catching coaches have been shown the rule. All the catchers have, have been shown. And it, it stinks, like I said, when everything goes right and you have, in my opinion, eight to ten inches of being in, in foul territory go against and has to overturn that play. Is it healthy for a team, though, to see their manager once in a while get jacked up like that? Uh, you, you you played for La Russa and Kelly, and you managed with, with Gardy, who seemed like got thrown out once a week, you know, back in the day. Uh, <laughs> is, is, is that good to see one? Do, do you need that just in a, in a clubhouse setting from time to time to shake it up? Heck yeah. To, to me, it shows, I mean, I care how the game's going on. And for sure, I want my manager to care what's yeah. going on. I mean, we've had... I think we've had both Tony and Gardy get thrown out handing out the uh, lineup card the, <laughs> the, the, the following day because they were still angry or upset when the call that happened the night before. They walked up, you're still wrong, you're out of here. <laughs> I mean, there hasn't even been a pitch thrown and our manager's fired already. <laughs> Terry Steinbach, our guest, when you were the bench coach for Gardy, did you, if you saw a play, did you know in your mind, hey, he's going to get tossed right now? Did you, did, did it get to that point where you go, oh, I better, I better get the line, get somebody hand me the lineup card, give me my options because he ain't, did, did you know immediately? You kind of knew and it, there's no, uh, uh, secret that, there's certain umpires that rub certain managers the wrong way. <laughs> it probably would even be be fair to say the certain umpires uh, uh, rub most managers. Okay, yep, <laughs> without way. naming names, yep. yep. I'm not mean, not naming names. We all know him. It's an angel guy, I think. But anyway, you know. Um, so yeah, when 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 you have that crew and we know which crew is coming in, you can almost guess at which particular game is it going to happen because that particular umpire is going to have a conflict with a player, uh, 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 one of the coaches, first base coach, third base coach, or, or, or the manager. So, yeah, you can, you can kind of see it's going to happen. When you were catching, did you ever have a situation where uh, whoever your manager was uh, is on the umpire and, and, and you don't think it's justified? In other words, he thinks, let's just say he doesn't think uh, your, your pitcher's getting the corner and you're catching and you're going, actually, he's missing on the corner and you just can't see it from there. Do, do you ever correct a manager and say, well, you're not seeing that right? 100%. What we had to do specifically in, in Oakland, uh, Tony playing at home, it would be my left hand. If I touched, you know, the outside of my left shin guard, that was a sign to Tony that, hey, he missed that one. Okay, you know? really? It was and that, that intricate, was, huh? Yeah. So, so go ahead and yell if you want because he knows he yeah, missed it, huh? Absolutely. You know, and then that, that doesn't put me the bad guy. You know, the umpire, yep. I'm not turning my head looking at Tony going, hey, he missed another one. Yep. <laughs> you know, because then, then I'm going to get tossed too. Yep. But it was, a, it was a way because, you know, we talked about this before, catchers catching, receiving balls, framing balls. You can make a pretty crappy pitch look pretty good. Yep. And so sometimes we have to be honest with the manager because those pitches are really balls. And I know you've interviewed a lot of pitchers, and every pitcher pitcher throws they think is a strike. Yep. And unfortunately, we have to tell them they're not always strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you this. Now, when a pitcher, and I see this once in a while with Joe Ryan, and I see it with others as well, he's a young pitcher, when, when he gives that extra look once in a while, the umpire, you know, that glance, like, I can't believe you didn't call that a strike. Um, it, th that's always been seen, at least to me, uh, in, in my conversations with you and others, is don't ever go there if you're a pitcher, if you can avoid it. Because the, 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 as soon as you roll your eyes, we got a problem. Is that true? Is that body language that, that, that detailed? 
It is, and there's two school of thoughts here, Maxie. Back in the day before the fox checker, I think is what they call yeah. it, that strike zone that, that we all see, no one knew where the pitch really was. Yeah. So, you know, you could do that to the umpire, and I've had umpires tap me on the shoulder and say, get 18 inches outside because I hate this guy and I'm banging him. You yeah. know, and you would make the pitch and boom. He would ring him up for something that the, the hitter might have done. Well, the same thing is, if a pitcher starts what we call showing up the umpire, whether it's the eye roll, whether it's, hey, where was that kind of thing, we had umpires behind home plate that, all right, I'll show him where the strike zone is. And, I mean, you literally throw one right down the middle and it's a ball. Yep. But I think now in today's game, since probably the last uh, seven, eight, nine years, since they've had that, that checker system in place and the umpires get evaluated or they get ranked after every yeah, game. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a system yeah, now. Yep. You, 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 can't, you can't call, you can't make your point anymore. You can't be a veteran umpire. You're going to show this rookie pitcher. This is how the big leagues work. You, you, I mean, you really can't do that much because you're going to get scrutinized for, hey, you missed 27 pitches last night in the game. You know, what, what the hell is going on yeah. kind of thing. Now, 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 there are umpires that will tell you that the downside of that is it's a Thursday getaway day and you're playing an afternoon game. Both teams are on a flight and the score is 7-1 to one in the seventh inning. Uh, they can no longer move the game along the way both teams would like to see it moved along by extending a strike zone, etc. Uh, even though they think, you know, both teams would welcome that because, you know, everybody knows the outcome and they want to get going. Do, do you see that at all? I mean, has that been lost in the game? Is that at all important? Oh, 100%. I think it's been lost. That has been lost. Your catcher's rapport with the umpire has been lost. Your pitcher's rapport with the umpire has been lost. I mean, real, real quick story here. For, you know, Frank Thomas playing for Chicago. Uh, Ken Kaiser was up and behind home plate. Ken Kaiser used to do a nice charity that he got a lot of baseball players donate, you know, bats, balls, gloves, whatever, and he'd have an auction. He raised a lot of money for charity. So I'm catching Frank walks up to the plate. He looks at Kaiser and says, hey, thanks a lot for, uh, or Kaiser goes to Frank, thanks a lot for signing those two, two dozen balls for my charity. You know, and, and Frank, hey, no problem, Kaiser, anytime. Okay, boys, let's play ball. First pitch is middle, 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 and Kaiser goes ball. And I start oh laughing. My I go, God. hey, Kaiser, I know I'm not Frank Thomas, but I'd be happy to sign a bat for you, but come on, man, i got to have that bit. <laughs> I'll throw in a helmet, my that's God. I, I don't want to believe that that stuff happens. You know, uh, Jack Morris tells us, story of pitching he was a veteran Wade Boggs came up and he said the first two pitches he throws are right down the middle and they're ball one ball two and he says I just lose it this guy hasn't earned his keep you know just because he's had a good start to his career doesn't mean he owns the strike zone but he had this reputation early as you know Wade Boggs doesn't swing at balls well that doesn't sit well with Jack Morris you know And, 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 and I'm sure you saw things like that as well 100% 100% right. I mean, I had, you know, Puck get mad at me, you know, yep. when I was catch broken because Eck, Eck came in the game. Corner strike one, six inches off the plate, strike two, six inches off the plate that hit my glove in the middle of the chest, strike three, and Puck turns around, come on, man, I can't even hit that. He says, Puck, don't look at me, man. <laughs> I didn't create the strike zone, huh? what he's calling. <laughs> <laughs> and usually... You know, obviously with Act coming in the game as a closer, usually the winning team with the with the closer or the veteran yep. staff or the veteran pitcher, he's they're gonna get those calls. Yeah, you assume he's gonna own the strike yeah. zone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know TK saw it, Tony saw it, you know, it's great when it's in your favor, man, it stinks when you're trying to come from behind.
Yep, for sure. Now, now, given that where this race is at, uh, the Twins, Cleveland, and Chicago, I mentioned you know Larusa quite well. You played for him, and, and the White Sox probably have the most talented lineup when they're healthy. Uh, who do you like going down the stretch? Because this is all, excuse me, almost a coin toss right now. It is a coin toss, and, and it's going to come down to uh, which team gets hot. And I'm not talking just hot with the bat. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's a no-brainer. But which team catches a little fire? Which team gets a little spark? Maybe what Rocco did sparks the Twins. You know, that, that yep. all of a sudden their they're pitching steps up a tweak or two. Their middle their middle uh, uh, relief comes in there. Their closer does. And all of a sudden they're, they're getting that two-out hit. And it's going to come down to which team, and it might even come down to uh, September, you know, that is going to get hot for that Last two weeks, the first two two weeks of September, maybe bridge bridge themselves or get a little bit of gap, you know, between them and their competitors. But um, it, you know, in the game of baseball, you're going to have your ups and downs. So I mean, you really can't even start predicting, you know, right now. I mean, I, I mean, I think Max, I was on a month and a half ago. We were talking about yep. the Twins. I said, hey, the biggest thing you want to do is be in contention when September one rolls around. Because if you're in contention. September 1, you know, two or three games up, two or three games down, whatever, you got a chance. But if you're that team that's 15 out, you got no chance. Now, if um, the other day they let go of Tyler Duffy, Uh, you know, this is the downside I know of sports. I know everybody signs up for it, et cetera. Uh, But what's that? I always enjoyed Tyler Duffy, the conversations that I had with him. He seemed like, you know, uh, an upfront kind of a guy. Uh, when you're a catcher, maybe, and, you, and especially because pitchers get changed so much, what's that like when a veteran you walk in one day and he's released? It's it's tough, you know, because when you're together with your team for eight months, two months of spring training, six month season, it's more than just a professional relationship. You you get your your core group of guys that you're going to have dinner with. You get your core group of guys you might go have a beer with. You know, and and you need that core group of guys to pick each other up because the game of baseball no one's good all the time no one's bad all the time you, you know you, you you need that support and, and all of a sudden when you see you know a veteran guy going out there struggling i mean i'm not gonna say he, he you know he didn't struggle with it but i know he cared and i know he tried you know and that's the frustrating part that you know a move has to be made and everybody probably knows it's coming and it's never it's never good. You know, we, we had when uh, uh, Bobby Welch got cut out of spring training one year. You know, he was one of these guys that I'm going to pitch so you rip the jersey off my back. And, you know, Dave Duncan had a call Welchie and a Cy Young Award winner. You know, we knew it in spring training that numbers just weren't going to work. You know, we had some higher draft picks, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. They got to be there. And Dunk said it was the hardest thing he had to do is tell Welchie, hey, you know, you're not going northless. You're not making the team. Sorry. You know, here's the, I don't know, at that huh. time, 14, 15, 16-year veteran guy. Yeah. Oh, that never gets you. Hey, Terry, great stuff as always. Appreciate it very much. I hope I see you. I don't know if I'm going to get out there next week or not, but the MVPs, the amateur baseball, Bill Nelson has assembled yourself, Jim Eisenreich, Greg Odegaard, yeah. his son. It should be quite a night next week at Fairball. We're looking forward to it. That's going to be a fun night. For sure. Terry Steinbach, nice enough to join us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.